This episode of News Dump is brought to you by Fields. And first off, we have to start by telling you that our official Internet Today masks are now up for sale. They are uh, very high quality. They're made in the USA. They have a pouch sewn in so that you can uh, add and replace filters right back in there. Uh, and we don't see a penny of this. All of the net profits go uh, from the sales, they go directly to a charity called No Kid Hungry, which is working to end child hunger in America by ensuring that all children get the healthy food that they need every day to thrive. Right now, there's only 300 available, but uh, based on the response we got from our tweets earlier today, uh, we might have to print more. But basically, the quicker you order, the quicker that you're going to get yours. And, you know, if you get in the first round, going to get it quicker. So if you'd like to pick one up, there will be a link in the description below, and we'll pin a comment on the top of the comment section with a link as well. So a huge thanks to everyone and uh, anyone that picks one of these up because it helps, you know, stop the spread of virus. You're helping out your fellow humans, and it helps raise money for a great charity. So all positives. Yeah, and you can do this with it. <laughs> no, it has dick nose protection. See, I'm breathing out of my mouth, so the nose is fine. No, no, it has dick nose protection. Yeah. It goes above the nose. Don't be a dick noser. Mm -hmm. Anyway, speaking of masks, you're going to need one if you want to see a movie anytime in the near future. Yeah. But uh, that decision was only made within the last 24 hours because initially AMC, along with other major chains like Regal and Cinemark, weren't actually planning on requiring their patrons to wear masks upon full reopening. For whatever reason, AMC was the lightning rod for all this, and they suffered the worst press for it, most likely because it's simply the biggest nationwide chain. Yeah. And they chose to do what appears to be a larger public awareness campaign regarding what would and wouldn't be necessary when their theaters open. Yeah, so first off, all of these theater reopenings are pretty much contingent on Disney releasing Mulan and Warner Brothers releasing Tenet on their currently scheduled dates because... Without these tentpole films luring eager moviegoers into theaters, there's really no actual point. Yeah. Because opening up these chains for nothing, or even classic films, would be a massive waste of money. Now, for the sake of argument, though, let's assume both films do open on schedule and that there's no further changes. AMC's plan is to have a limited capacity to promote social distancing, and they'll implement new cleaning procedures whatever that means, in between movies, I guess. That's a lot okay. of work. Uh, as well as add a bunch of hand sanitizing stations. But according to early reports, quote, AMC will not mandate that all guests wear masks, although employees will be required to do so. Nor will AMC perform temperature checks on customers. Now, this policy would obviously have to abide by local laws where applicable. So yeah. not everywhere, but yeah. Yeah, like our, our governor here. Finally was uh, like, oh, by the way, yeah. Probably gonna you got to wear masks in public. So AMC, they would have no say mm -hmm. in the state of California. Now, so the reasoning behind AMC's decision to just let the chips fall where they may <laughs> yeah. was uh, stupid. Very stupid. According to AMC CEO Adam Aaron. The Easy to find in the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they picked him as CEO. Yeah. <laughs> Name's right there at the, the top. Yeah. According to that guy, the reasoning behind the no mask policy was, quote, we did not want to be drawn into a political controversy. Well, that failed. Uh, we thought it might be counterproductive if we forced mask wearing on those people who believe strongly that it is not necessary. What do you mean, those people? So, masks. Freedom fighters? Masks are political. Yeah. No mask, apolitical. <laughs> we didn't want to do politics. Mission accomplished. So we chose a side, clearly. Yeah. We drew a line in the sand. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I, I obviously this decision, it pissed off... Um, Pretty much everyone, yeah. except for like uh, all the Debras and Karens out there. And after a full day of the company getting a proper roasting on social media, AMC officially reversed its stance on facial coverings throughout its massive chain of theaters via a PR statement that's essentially the major business equivalent of a tearful YouTuber apology <laughs> video. 
Hey guys. Guys, we're sorry. Basically, yeah, it's a, oh, geez, guys, okay, listen. Quote, at AMC, we have been consulting with top scientists and health experts to create a broad, sweeping, far-reaching health and safety effort to make AMC theaters safe for our guests and associates when our theaters reopen in July. They then go on to repeat what we just told you about their policy, and then they continue... This announcement prompted an intense and immediate outcry from our customers, and it is clear from this response that we did not go far enough on the usage of masks. At AMC Theaters, we think it's absolutely crucial that we listen to our guests. Accordingly, and with the full support of our scientific advisors, <laughs> we are reversing course and are changing our guest mask policy. As we reopen theaters, we will now require that all AMC guests nationwide wear masks as they enter and enjoy movies at our theaters. The speed with which AMC moved to revise our mask policies is a reflection of our commitment to the safety and health of our guests. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there you go. AMC, they're now requiring everyone who attends one of their screens to wear a mask, yeah. which is great for anyone who's just dying to go out and see a movie, but not dying to die. We are curious about the reaction regarding two specific things, though. Uh, number one, how AMC will react when the inevitable boycott rains down on them from the army of Karens who will absolutely not tolerate this new policy and will end up fighting with their employees every step of the way. There's going to be some angry woman showing up with her pack of eight kids yeah. being like, what do you mean we can't go see the Ching Chong Chinese Mulan movie? <laughs> what, what, what they should do is, remember like the April the, the Giraffe webcam live? Mm. They need to just set up a live webcam at the front of any business that has a mask policy where you can just stream all day and just wait for the inevitable yeah. Karen to show up and cause a huge scene. It's going to happen. I feel bad for anyone working front of house or just in yeah. any retail position where they have to, like, did you see that fucking the coffee shop in uh, Brooklyn yeah. the other day where just some dude just decided to just get really angry at uh, having to wear a mask and also the fact that they had a Black Lives Matter sign in their window. He's like, I am protesting. Yeah. And just ruining everyone else's day. It's going to happen. It will. It will happen very, very frequently. And I feel terrible for the real frontline workers out there who have no choice. The real heroes. Yes. But our second question about all this is how the hell are they going to be able to even enforce such a requirement considering that Everyone attending a movie screening, they're sitting in the dark. They're almost certainly going to want to munch down on some of that popcorn, take, take a sip of their 100-ounce soda during the movie <laughs> without moving their mask off and on. Seems like two impossible tasks, but I, I don't know. AMC, they seem to be up for the fight. They're going to get those night vision goggles that they use to stop people from videotaping movies to yeah, police Yeah, send someone out in a morph suit. Yeah. Uh, was, it, was it Alamo Draft House that did that? I don't know. I think it, it, if it was anyone, it was that. They need yeah. to do what the... Uh, remember that nobody watching this remembers the show, but the show Remote Control on MTV, where you just get thrown back in the seat into the netherworld if you yeah. did, if you answered something wrong? Yeah. The AMC needs to just fold the seats back straight into the garbage chute for anyone who fucks around. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, we will be monitoring all of this from the safety of our apartments. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to the fucking movies. Nope. But, uh, yeah, good luck to uh, AMC and Regal and everyone else. You're going to need it, especially if Disney or Warner decide to once again reschedule any release dates. Well, I guess we're just going out of business. Uh, anyways, on the topic of COVID continuing to ruin things because our country just completely gave up on trying to slow the spread of the virus, major sports are all potentially fucked. And, and what or who can we thank for that? The state of Florida. All right. Yes, Florida, the state that tried to implement just the bare minimum regarding regulations for about two weeks before giving up and going back to normal, which is also the state where the WWE was operating at nearly full capacity, and the state where Major League Baseball hosts a lot of teams in various spring training facilities. Well, surprise, 
Turns out that pretty much every major sports league that has teams in Florida preparing for their return has had confirmed cases of COVID-19, which will undoubtedly result in even further delays or outright cancellations. Yeah, so earlier in the week, the WWE announced that it would be halting production after one of its wrestlers tested positive for the virus. Oops. Uh, but then almost immediately, they went back to business, as usual, after testing performers and production staff to make sure the virus hadn't spread to others. So I'm sure it won't happen again. Yeah. Uh, this was the second case so far uh, for the WWE since the pandemic began. So there's probably uh, going to be more. Yeah. Uh, over in baseball, the MLB is now reconsidering its plans for the 2020 season after 11 players have tested positive for coronavirus this month, including a shutdown of the Philadelphia Phillies training facility in Clearwater, Florida, when five players and three staff members tested positive. In addition to that, the Toronto Blue Jays also shut down their training facility in Dundon, Florida. Dunedin. Dunedin. You're welcome, everyone. Dunedin, Florida. Okay. Uh, yeah, one of their pitchers started showing symptoms. Uh, it's not just Florida with the MLB, though. There's problems in all the current locations as positive COVID cases from players and staff have been reported in. Uh, Arizona and Texas as well. The so other two big uh, yeah, spike stations. Every state that is hosting MLB has problems. Yeah, and as we said, when we all started reporting on the fact that this spring training, like uh, the facilities turning into actual playing facilities started, we're like, Oh, convenient that the three states where the spring training happens are the three states that just don't give a shit about this at all. Yeah. Uh, but the NHL, they might be in trouble too. Watch out, hockey fans. Uh, Florida's Tampa Bay Lightning have had to close their training facility due to players and staff testing positive. Quote, the closure comes two weeks after players were allowed to return to their respective facilities to take part in voluntary on and off ice workouts. Players were allowed to skate in groups of up to six at a time. Uh, in addition to that, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs has tested positive while practicing in Arizona, and it's believed he may have gotten it while training with members of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, which is a team that has also reported, quote, a number of players who have tested positive. So, yeah, the whole going back to live sports thing, not looking so great. And uh, just based on the precedent set by these leagues, we're not really holding out too much hope for the NBA or the MLS or even the NFL, uh, specifically the NBA, because as we all know, that's only taking place specifically in Florida. Yeah. In the biggest town for tourism as well. Yeah. So, But it's a bubble. But hey, who the hell knows? We could be wrong. Yeah, we'll see. You know, we weren't wrong about, I forgot to put it in here, but uh, Cyberpunk 2077 delayed. And we even had like someone from the studio like or that works tangentially with them reach out on Twitter and be like, guys, I'm working on, with this game and it is not being delayed. But, you know, we're fucking Nostradamus over here. Yeah. And even the employees aren't right when I we are. our finger on the pulse. Yeah. On your pulse. Yeah. Anyways, in far less consequential and far more predictable COVID shutdown news, Pour out the cheapest beer you can find for dumbass Kid Rock and his stupid bar because they have been forced to effectively shut down because they uh, they did not give a shit about following even the most basic COVID regulations when they reopened. Oops. Yeah, Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse. That is the real name of the place. Yeah. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. And they had its beer permit suspended for serving patrons at the bar area of the restaurant. Now, if you're thinking to yourself or angrily commenting something to the effect of, oh, come on. So they served a few people at a bar. It's in the restaurant. If people are eating in the restaurant, well, who cares if someone sneaks off to the bar for a pint, right? Big fucking deal, right? Well, hey, just take a look at this photo taken at Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse and virus epicenter Freedom Factory. 
I mean, that's insane. Yeah, I don't think those people are dining. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> they are there to party and kill their grandparents. Yeah. Now, alongside the posting of the photo was a report which laid out the reaction from the bar's co-owner, co Steve Smith. Uh, this is from the Instagram post. Quote, Steve Smith, his lawyer, and his brother, John Taylor, have compared them opening to the hashtag Black Lives Matter protest and called being fined a double standard. They called COVID a hoax and declared Fox News the only arbiter of truth. And most recently, they equated their fight against our local government, a government crippled by our state legislature and governor who are all Trump cronies, to living in East Germany behind the Berlin Wall. That's all I got, man. Damn. Damn. They are victimized. But who could have seen this coming? And who, who is letting, the, you know, the new rule they have to have is no cell phones inside. Because you can't, there's too many narcs in this town. Yeah. We're trying to have a good time, trying not a spread, long time. Trying to spread this disease around without getting narked on on social media. Literally their quote uh, behind the very, very long bar name should be, we're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> it would be perfect for yeah. this kind of reopening during COVID. See, I don't know. Everything seems to be going very well. Everywhere. Everywhere you look. It's all positive, babe. 2020 is coming up Millhouse, baby. <laughs> no worries. It's going great. And yes. uh, we do have a few more stories to get to uh, involving Quibi, live events, concerts, and, and whatnot. But listen, if the past few months or the past few minutes have you stressed <laughs> out, you're not alone. And today's sponsor is here to help. Feels is a better way to feel better. Their premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best and has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Do you experience stress or have anxiety, chronic pain, trouble sleeping at least once a week? You're not alone. Many of us do. Yeah, it's a real challenge getting to sleep these days. And yeah. uh, luckily, I am now a full paying subscriber of Feels because uh, it really does help me get to sleep. Yeah, holding on to your sanity right now, it's a multi-pronged process. You got to be pretty active about it, but uh, yeah, you have to pretty much like uh, <laughs> either work out or just do work until you're exhausted enough to pass out. Yeah, because going to sleep while letting your mind race not fun. Yeah, but anyways, feels it is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep, and it naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. All you do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue, and you will feel the difference within minutes. Feels works naturally to help you feel better, and there's no high hangover or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash newsdump, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That is F-E-A-L-S dot com slash newsdump to become a member, and you'll get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash newsdump. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Now, back into the news. So we're sure by now you're already well aware of the fact that there's essentially no hope of live concerts happening anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to have purchased a ticket well in advance of a concert or a festival this year, I mean, I did as yeah. well, uh, you're definitely well aware that companies like Ticketmaster and their parent company, Live Nation, they're doing their absolute best to make sure you don't get your money back. Fuck you. Well, yes, we do give you back money for your cancellations, but... None of these concerts have been canceled. Yes, and that's They've all, been by postponed design. Indefinitely. <laughs> by design. Yeah, uh, this, that's how they're getting away with not offering refunds because, uh, yeah, postponed is different than, than canceled. canceled. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're going to happen still at some point. Right. We don't know when. Maybe next year. Who knows? But until then, you paid for it. So just yeah. fucking wait. Yeah, this uh, uh, obviously, yeah. it sucks shit for anyone who's now sitting on tickets for a bunch of shit that might not ever happen while their money 
and you is held in limbo. But Live Nation, they weren't satisfied just dicking over their customers and venues that are forced to buy into their monopoly. Now they're going after the bands and artists themselves. According to an internal memo obtained by Rolling Stone, the company told its talent partners that it plans to make an array of alterations for concerts and festivals held in 2021. Quote, most of the new policies shift financial burdens to artists. For example, the company wants to decrease the monetary guarantees promised to artists before an event by 20% across the board. Live Nation also says that if a concert is canceled due to poor ticket sales, it will give artists 25% of the guarantee as opposed to the 100% the promoters are currently expected to pay. Moreover, if an artist cancels a performance in breach of the agreement, the artist will pay the promoter two times the artist's fee, a type of penalty that, as Billboard notes, is unheard of in the live music industry. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty fucked. Uh, yeah. They're, they're basically passing all the risk and whatnot. None of the rewards. On, on to the artist. Yeah, of no fault uh, of your own. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, you are now, at the very least, getting paid 20% less for yeah. everything. And if people still are worried about going to the concert, so your ticket sales drop, oops, you're, you're basically only going to get 20% of everything. Yeah. And if for some reason you want to cancel because you don't feel safe, uh, sorry, guys. I guess you've breached the contract. Yeah, um, I mean, the vast majority of artists, they rely almost entirely on live performances to make a living. You might you might not know that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, streaming doesn't pay so good. No. So, yeah, outside of a few superstars out there, a lot of artists already struggling, mm -hmm. given the fact that they haven't been able to perform at all. Uh, basically, as if it needed to be said at, all, at this point, fuck Live Nation. Terrible. Uh, yeah, they, well, fuck all the big promoters. They, they're not good. It's a racket. They're greedy. Yes. All right. Now that's done. I've only got a few moments. Oh, well, guess what? We've got just the content for you. It's Quibi time, oh, good. everybody. Uh, what the hell is happening with the most pointless and hilarious entertainment fumble of the last couple of years? Well, first of all, as of this weekend, anyone who signed up for the 90-day trial when the app first launched, you only have two weeks left to cancel. So remember to cancel your subscription before you accidentally get charged if you haven't done so already. But hey, it looks like a lot of people have already done that because aside from the very public evidence of the app's downfall through App Store data from both the iOS and Google Play stores, it looks like Quibi has already had to temper expectations internally with its employees and, uh-oh, its investors. <sighs> Did you guys want your money back? Oh, you thought you were going to make money off of this? No, this is a giant Ponzi scheme for yeah. everyone involved. So in the midst of some reporting in the Wall Street Journal this past week, which in and of itself was a damning look at the goings-on inside the company that indicates that Meg Whitman and Jeffrey Katzenberg aren't getting along too well. Surprise. Uh, it was also reported that based on an anonymous employee leak, Quibi is currently on pace to miss its first-year subscriber goal by 5 million subscribers. Yeah. Not surprising there. But when we saw this news, our reaction was simply... Were they hoping for 5 million subscribers and now they have none? Like, yeah, Is that's that what, what happened? Yeah. Uh, it's almost that bad, actually. Quibi's initial projections had them settling out uh, at around 7 million paid subscribers by April of 2021. Now it's looking as though they'll only have around 2 million paid subscribers by that point. And yeah. that might be a bit generous. Yeah, we uh, obviously think that's... Uh Far too high of a projection. Based First of on all, they're projecting that Quibi's going to be around in <laughs> April 2021. <laughs> yeah, that's where they get it wrong. Yeah. Let me stop you right there, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, not going to be around. We obviously think this is uh, still far too high of a projection based on everything that we've seen and just the general consensus online. Maybe, maybe the first two months after people who signed up for a trial forget to cancel their subscriptions and inadvertently pay for the service they're not using, maybe they get some money there. 
or maybe there's 2 million people there. But even based on the available download data of the app, that seems high as well. Because in the first two months on app stores, it was downloaded 4 million times. And earlier reports stated that of those downloads, only about 30% are active users, hmm. daily active users, I guess. But still, I, I would put a, a serious amount of money on this not coming true. Yeah. Regardless, Katzenberg is still optimistic for some reason. No. And he had this to say while speaking at a recent virtual TV festival. I'm still quite optimistic this is going to work. Starting in July, when the country opens up, we are all going to be back on the go again. The difference is that we are going to be waiting online for more things than ever before. We are going to be waiting like crazy, and I hope Quibi is there to keep you entertained. At the very moment the world stopped being on the go was the moment we launched. It was a cement wall we ran. They're still fucking blaming the coronavirus. Exactly. As you'll remember from our previous videos, Katzenberg has held uh, very strong on his reasoning behind Quibi's failure so far, blaming everything entirely on the pandemic, saying in a New York Times article about a month after the app was released, I attribute everything that has gone wrong to coronavirus. He is not mincing words. It is coronavirus's fault. And when he says online, he says in that old guy from the East Coast yeah. way. Where it means in line, in line for things. I, yeah. And people still say that, and I don't understand. It's a regional dialect. Online is the internet. Inline is waiting. Well, online didn't exist when these people grew up. And online is a regional dialect, not unlike steamed hams. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, Anyone from New Jersey or New York, they all say online. He's also, he, he's wrong. I, I went to Vaughn's today to just pick up a few items. I was like, I was in there. I was like, wow, this place is empty. And I go to check out and they're like, uh, no, actually the line's over there. And there was this fucking absurd line going around the entire outer. Well, luckily I have Quibi to keep me entertained. Yeah, so I, I was in line longer than I was actually looking for items. And the, just the idea of pulling out my phone and annoying everyone around me by watching yeah. a fucking Quibi would well, never cross my mind. I think the, another funny thing to mention here is that on any streaming service or app, YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is, the average person, sorry if I'm projecting here, the average person will spend the amount of time that a Quibi is just browsing for what they want to watch. Yeah. So anyone finding themselves with a Quibi-sized moment will just be browsing the Quibi app anyway, and then the bus gets there, and they're like, ah, well, oh well, I guess I'll watch this Anna Kendrick sex doll thing later. Yeah. It's a weird show. I, I, I didn't get past the first episode. Okay. Anyways, big fucking oof on blaming uh, the coronavirus, as we said before. Jeff, it ain't happening. And this the, the failure of this garbage, it de definitely isn't because of a pandemic that, you know, actually had people cooped up with nothing else to do but watch content. We've been over this. It's not the good excuse. <laughs> you don't go with this excuse, Jeff. Yeah. Admit your faults and learn from them and maybe do something, but I think it's far too late. Yeah. Anyways, before we go, we should definitely mention Donald Trump getting his tweets marked on Twitter again. He's, he's, getting a, it's a, the, he's been sent to the principal's office Steam once again. Steam coming out of his ears. Yeah. So late Thursday night, Trump tweeted out an altered video of uh, you know some kids playing with each other where a, a CNN Chiron or graphic was added. It stated, breaking news, terrified toddler runs from racist baby. And yes, toddler was spelled wrong. Yeah. Uh, Twitter was pretty quick to label this video as manipulated media, which surely pissed off the president. Who We're all aware, labels everything else as fake news. But when he does it, it's all real. Yeah. But if you went to his Twitter page to find the video now, you'll notice that it's actually been removed by Twitter. And it was also removed from Facebook as well. Just heard that. Never used Facebook. Mm -hmm. But it was in the news reporting. Uh, anyways, that's because the original unaltered video of the kids playing was actually licensed to Juken Media by one of the 
parents who'd filmed it. Our old enemy, Jukin Media, yeah. from the rafters, coming down. Boom. Yeah. On a post to uh, Twitter on Friday morning, Jukin Media stated the following. Yesterday, a doctored version of a video that belongs to one of Jukin Media's video partners was posted to Twitter by President Trump. Neither the video owner nor Jukin Media gave the president permission to post the video. And after our review, we believe that his unauthorized usage of the content is a clear example of copyright infringement without valid fair use or other defense. It continues... We have submitted a DMCA takedown notice on behalf of the video's creator and in accordance with Twitter's policy. Separately, in no way do we support or condone the manipulated video or the message it conveys. We hope and expect Twitter will take swift action to remove the video. And uh, yeah, they, along with Facebook, they promptly removed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he posted this one, and then he posted this other one. The other one where the the, guy, the MAGA hat guy is pushing the guy's car out of the ice? Yeah, both videos, the point seemed to be, it was just like, oh, the, the liberal media is taking innocent things out of context and calling them hate crimes. And it's like, I don't really understand the logic there. Like, people are literally being, like, killed yeah. by, like, police and stuff. Like, it's not just, oh, you just edited that video to make it look like George Floyd uh, was yeah. <laughs> strangled to death by that cop. Like, no, that, that actually happened. Yeah. I don't know what, what they're trying to, I don't know what Trump's trying to do here. Uh, well, he's got his big Tulsa rally tomorrow. Yeah, Today, baby. if you're watching it on Saturday. So Woo! The, the, the craziest thing now, although I'm sure that it'll have to change because the president tweeted about it, was that, like, locally in Tulsa, there's still a curfew in place. And then Trump tweeted that he'd spoken to the mayor of Tulsa and said that the uh, curfew could be listed for people camping out overnight. And then the locals in Tulsa, the local government there was like, no, we never, we never said that. But then obviously the, the implication is there. But I said you said it. Yeah. So uh, making it up as he goes along, uh, you know, that that's uh, that rally is really going to be something. Well, if you're attending that rally, uh, <laughs> don't get your mask ripped it's off. It's too late. No mask for you. Oh, yeah, it's so comfy. And made in the USA, unlike uh, Trump products. Made in America. Wait, I'm going to hang it down like Joe Biden. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so uh, you, you marry a girl with a lot of sisters. Because, <laughs> yeah, if one of them's mad at you, at least one of them's going to love you. Listen here. Yeah. Uh, buy these masks. They're only on sale for a limited time. Uh, I'm sure that we have to make more because if people are buying them like crazy. So, uh the sooner you order them, the sooner you'll get them. I don't yeah. know what the process is like. We teamed up with uh, Neon Love Project to get them made. But they are nice. They're high quality, and they have a little pocket for your filters. Check them out. They're uh, $14.99. Uh, right now, you can get them, and all of the net proceeds go to the No Kid Hungry charity. So it's all for a good cause, and it's a, something to remember the pandemic by in yeah. future years. When, when the pandemic's over and done with, it's your rave mask now. It's a collector's item. There you go. Uh, in the meantime, check out our other videos over here, and we'll see you soon for Weekly Weird News. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.